Happy Thursday evening to you from the Coach Max Show at Hunter's Ale House. Adam Jackson, Chris Jarrett, Jim McElwain getting ready to join you. The Chippewas take down the Toledo Rockets. 30 to 20, or 26 23 in overtime was quite the game for the Chipwise. They got up in this one, but found a way to win late, Chris. Yeah, and another one, you know, where they had to find a way to win late in the ball game, but they did it on homecoming and for the first time this season and the first time in a while that it felt that we saw them in action in overtime, but able to settle things down and come away with the win. No Brock this week. He decided after the big victory, homecoming. I don't know if he tailgated a little bit too hard. He is the tailgate supervisor, but we do expect uh, expect to see him on Saturday. A lot more room up, a lot more <laughs> leg room up here. I, mean, he's, I don't have Brock sprawling out next to me, but certainly missed the big guy's presence right now and would love to know what he thought about the win against Toledo, but happy to share those thoughts too. No question about it. Another big one coming up this week. The Chippewas now 4-3, and 2-1 and one in Mid-American Conference play, and they will play the only remaining undefeated team in conference play that's the northern illinois huskies five and two and three and oh in the mid-american conference they've won four straight games they've been doing it with close victories as well yeah, and they do it on the ground too you look at some of the wins that they've had recently it's uh at toledo i mean that was a, a grinder for them 22 20 and then home against bowling green uh looking at the upcoming schedule for niu too they go they come here and then they have to go to kent which is a a beast in the east right now so a pretty tough schedule for them and hoping the chippewas can welcome them into mount pleasant with a tough road loss this is the time that the conference play starts to heat up late october into november yeah. want to be playing meaningful football in november and the chippewas have set themselves up now with their first back-to-back -back wins on the year coming at Ohio and then home here against the Toledo Rockets. We're going to talk with the head coach, Jim McElwain, get his thoughts on homecoming and how Central Michigan found a way to win 26-23 in overtime against the Rockets when we come back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. If he misses, Central Michigan wins. Just inside the near hash marks. Snap is down. The kick from Clucky. It's on his way. And it is no good. good. Off to the left. And Central Michigan survives in overtime. 26-23 over Toledo. Oh, what a win it was on Saturday. Chipwise didn't make it easy on themselves, but found a way against Toledo. 26-23. Adam Jackson, Chris Jarrett. And the head coach, Jim McElwain, that was a doozy on Saturday, wasn't it? I, I, it was a heck of a lot closer than it had to be, but <laughs> uh, really excited about getting the win. And and it, it it's hard winning, you know. I mean, I, it doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, like I said, I, I still don't feel like as a team we're playing great. But figuring out a way to win is uh, really a sign of a, a team that, that believes, believes in each other believes in the process and uh, they're showing that three of your four victories now have come down to the end and Chippewas have found a way to win what do you think about the way maybe not able to play that complete game yet but finding the winning plays late that's got to say something about your guys well I know this here in about 25 years when I'm sitting up at Flathead Lake in Montana looking at the mountains I'll say we just beat the heck out of all those teams <laughs> Doesn't matter how you do it. Just got to get the victory, and that moves Central Michigan to 4-3, and 2-1 and one in Mid-American Conference play. They'll take on the Northern Illinois Huskies on Saturday. 12 o'clock kick will be live on the air at 11 o'clock 
again on the ground. Lou Nichols had a nice game. You guys were able to find some space. Yep, yeah, the we ball. did. And, and like I said, for us to be successful, you know, we have to be able to run the football. And, uh, you know, uh, Lou, again, kind of a quiet 130. You know, had a couple called back that, that would have put that way up. But uh, at the same time, uh, proud of what those guys kind of did up front against a heck of an off uh, defensive front from Toledo. Well, and defensively for you, too, it seemed like up front you constantly had pressure on Finn to make him nervous in the pocket. I think it was eight sacks for more yeah, than 50 yards. Yeah, I think yards, we had sacks. him, you know, had a hold of him another three times. Uh, I think they missed a couple uh, yeah. holdings, you know, where the guy got out. Um, but at the same time, uh, for us to contain a dynamic playmaker, a quarterback like that, you know, give Ian Scott and those players up front uh, the credit for keeping him contained. What's the key in doing that? Because obviously it, it, it was relentless pressure, specifically in that second half. I think six of the seven sacks came in the final 30 minutes. So what did you see that yeah. allowed your guys to get in there? Well, I tell you what they did. They had what we call lane discipline. Uh, a lot of times you see guys rushing the passer and they'll maybe get way too far upfield, and there'll be a big gap between the, maybe the defensive end and the defensive tackle. And uh, the uh, uh, what happens is those guys find running lanes. We did a great job in our twist games, shutting off and, and trying to condense the pocket rather than trying to create those spaces, and uh, our guys did a great job. Yeah, they really did. Chip has come up with seven sacks, 14 tackles for loss, and in that second half, it, it was more of a defensive battle. And you could tell you were relying and confident in the way your defense was playing to go out there and try and win the football game. They didn't get it done in regulation, but found a way to do so in overtime. Yeah, disappointing offensively. You know, we started off great. Uh, and then just kind of had a bunch of three and outs and, and couldn't overcome negative plays. And, and that's something we've got to get better at. And uh, again, a, a key and it's going to be a key for this week. What we do on first and ten, how do we stay ahead of the sticks? And that's how you play consistently on, on offense. And quite honestly, we haven't done that. We've done it in spurts, uh, but we haven't done it consistently. Adam Jackson, Chris Jarrett, and the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain joining us. Central Michigan takes down Toledo in overtime on homecoming. How about that crowd on Saturday? No, they were loud. Unbelievable. And unbelievable. I mean, for the first time since I've been here, you know, I mean, I, I – walked out there uh, of course out of a great facility uh, and looked around and said you know what this is a real football game this is the, the the crowd was fantastic and I'll tell you what I our guys played to that crowd I mean uh, they were great to begin with um, it was it was fantastic to see all the people out there and, and again on a great homecoming you guys were both at the Hall of Fame night as well on Friday. We haven't had a chance to really talk about what that was like, being able to honor the 2020 class and then this year's class as well. What was that like for you to be able to have those guys back in the program? A couple of football guys. guys, and Dan Lefevre, yeah. uh, Joe Staley, they came it, back. I know they talked to the team Yeah, coach. you know what was great about that was uh, we had the opportunity, and, and Dan got caught in traffic. We had it <laughs> set up for him. Uh, but, you know, that's what you get for coming from Chicago or wherever right. the heck, right? But uh, Joe was around the building. He spent some time with our offensive line, uh, which was really cool. 
And uh, then he came and talked to the team in the locker room. And I'm not going to say what he said because what goes on in the locker room stays in the locker room. But I'll tell you what, you talk about a guy who has a passion for the Chippewas and a care for this program. And he affected our guys in, in a real positive way. Great to see guys that are in the program now are passionate, but it, it lends them some light on what it means to guys that have come through here before, whether they got to the next level or are just out, you know, doing what they're doing from their degree that they got here at Central Michigan. And, this and program and made an impact. And I saw some of those kids uh, that, that played for us in the short time we've been here and, you know, how excited they were. Uh, that was really cool. All right, Coach, I got to ask you about my, my favorite guy out of Eaton Rapids because he went four for four. Okay, let's, let's four. talk about how it started, okay? <laughs> we, we, I don't know if anybody watches warm-ups, but we end warm-ups with a PAT right uh -huh. at the end. And he shanked it, all right? Didn't even come close. Missed the PAT. <laughs> and everybody looked at me like, are we going to do this over? <laughs> I said, no, get your, ass, get, get your tails in the locker room. And... Uh, I thought, you know, he, from here on out, I think what it is is he just needs to shank the the and there you go the PAT right after warmups, and then he'll be on fire. But every one he hit was true, and uh, it, it it had that sound, and obviously came up big when we needed him. MacWest Special Teams Player of the Week, Marshall Meter, 46, 51, 44, and then the winner in overtime from 38. May miss some of those short ones, like you're saying, in practice with the extra points, but he's perfect from 50 yards or farther uh, in his two years here with Central Michigan. Pretty darn good. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> he's a kicker. He's doing his job. I'm just trying to give him some love, you know. Well, I, I, I mean, I, you soccer guys, you all <laughs> hang together. I mean, that's right. look, kick the ball and make it go through <laughs> the uprights. They're big and yellow, and there's a lot of space in there, so make it happen. Well, the chip was... Did indeed do that, 26-23 over Toledo. They're now 4-3 and three on the season, 2-1 and one in Mid-American Conference play, and in come the NIU Huskies at 12 o'clock on Saturday. We'll talk about that game coming yeah, up. Before we do that, uh huh. interesting note that was actually sent uh, from Dave Miner. Yeah. He's an 83 grad from the Chippewas, and he wrote an unbelievable note about how much he enjoys watching the game on the radio <laughs> with you and Brock making the call. And I tell you what, uh, it's amazing. It, the, the lost art of a handwritten note yeah. and, and what it actually means. But for him to, to send this and he stays attached to this university through the way you guys make the call, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty special, again, to know just like you've got Chippewas coming back to the program, there's fans that are listening all across the country, and uh, certainly I'll make sure to tell Brock it's his loud yells after <laughs> touchdowns why we get the fans he to listen to He beat you to, to the no-good call, too. And <laughs> yeah. Well, certainly appreciate all the listeners. Let's talk about the Huskies and the Chippewas battle coming up on Saturday when we return. Coach, you remember, you remember the outro? Yeah, what? all I can tell you is this. The Fabiano brothers and their distributorship the proud sponsors of, of, of this program and this university. And you know what? They have Bud and Bud Light. I mean, it's incredible. And 
The other thing I saw, the Fabiano patio was loaded mm -hmm. at the weekends, and that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, great crowd last Saturday, hoping for the same thing this Saturday. Come out, see Central Michigan and Northern Illinois. We'll come back and talk about that game on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud, Bud Life. Life. Richardson in the shotgun, takes the snap, looking left side, steps up, throws across the middle, end zone, jumping, grab by Dixon. It's a touchdown for Central Michigan. CMU marches right down the field and a 16-yard strike from Richardson to Dixon, and he's got his sixth touchdown of the year, six to nothing, CMU. Great opening drive by the Chippewas on Saturday. Set the tone. They would get another touchdown, go up 14 to nothing, and eventually win in overtime. 26-23 in that overtime session on homecoming. Adam Jackson. You, you know what was great about that highlight? Mm -hmm. Is hearing the band in the background. Because I tell you what, that band, unbelievable. Marching chips. I mean, it's incredible. And the, the energy they have throughout the game, man, I'm glad they're here. Yeah, it really is special to hear the marching chips and watch them come out before the game. And you're right, Coach, they're right over there in the student section, kind of the heart of everybody that's making making noise over there on the far sideline. Well, it, it's interesting, too, because they're there at the crack of dawn working on their halftime show in the stadium. And uh, now I didn't know that that ever happened. Now I can actually look out over the balcony and watch them. And, uh, boy, did they do a fantastic job. And... and uh, just love the energy that that band brings. Yeah, energy from the band, from uh, the fans, from everybody on Saturday was excellent helping Central We need Michigan. to do that this week. Mm -hmm. Noon kickoff. Let's go ahead and get out of bed. Let, <laughs> let's show up because the sun is... Always shining at Kelly Shorts. That's absolutely correct. And uh, let's load that stadium up again against a team that right now leads uh, this division and odds-on favorite to win the league. I mean, this is a battle for first place. Right yeah, now, is. they're in front. You guys sit in a game behind. So this is from Toledo last week. All the games, just every week, are monstrous. And this one, certainly the next one, but also very important as well. Well, it's like you tell your guys. I mean, the reason we do this is so every game is meaningful. And uh, from here on out, that's the way it's going to be. Certainly is. Chippewas 4-3, and 2-1 and one in the conference. NIU 5-2 and two and 3-0. and oh And coach they remind me of you guys from 2018 to when you came in here in 2019 a complete turnaround they yeah. were 0-6 last year and now they're sitting atop the conference unbelievable flip uh what thomas has done there and and uh you know they're playing the way he he wants them to play and when you watch these guys and see how physical they play both sides of the ball and they play with a belief they play with a passion and um you know what, we, we've got, uh, uh, I'm impressed because this is a team people are going to look at based on the first couple of years that we played them. You know, we put it on them pretty good. And yet this is a totally different team. They go on the road, beat Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. They beat Toledo at Toledo. And uh, I'm telling you what, these guys, uh, this, is a, this is a totally different team. They were in a shootout, too, with Wyoming, like 50 to 43, I think one yeah, of those scores unbelievable. was. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and 
actually got behind early and just fought their way back and took a lead in that game. I think another thing, too, that I saw that just blows your mind when you look at it is I think 86 guys on that roster were in high school or graduated high school from 2019 or 20 or 21. 86 and over 30 of them are on there too deep. So it's a lot of young guys that they're rolling right into the starting spot. You know what's interesting about that is uh, we're the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's very common around <laughs> you know college football I mean? here. And, uh, you know, I, that that's one of the things I know that, that you know, good PR people and, and spin doctors kind of throw out sure. there, you know, to make them kind of save your job for a while, you know, because you're playing with young guys. But uh, I will tell you this. They've got access to great talent, and they've done a great job of recruiting. Yeah, they certainly have. Top 15 and number one in the Mid-American Conference with up around 240 rush yards per game. You've mentioned it, Coach. It seems their physicality, the reason why they're having so much success on the ground. No doubt. And, and you know what they do? They keep coming at you, keep coming at you until you just until you flinch, until you blink, until you refuse to cancel your gap because you're tired. And then all of a sudden they hit a big one. Uh, obviously, the, the addition of the quarterback that they have uh, that came from Michigan State, um, that guy, you know, has won some huge games, has won games at Michigan State in Spartan Stadium, isn't afraid of the competition. Um, he's a guy that, that has really stabilized him offensively and can beat you with his feet as well. Let's talk about those Chippewas, too. I mean, it's, we, we talk about what NIU does leading the Mac in rushing, but you've got the second-best rushing defense, and it's got to be a matchup that we're just excited to, to roll out on Saturday. Yeah, I, I um, you know, it, it's going to be a fun game, and uh, it's going to be a game of wills. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be one of those where each team, uh, these guys, look, it, let's call it the way it is. They circled this game on their calendar. Yeah. All right, we've got a bullseye on our chest. They know on our side that this is a team that they need to defeat. This is a team that university has always felt they're a little bit better than Central Michigan. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something that they need, uh, you know, that they're telling their guys is, look, whatever's happened before doesn't matter because we've beaten a Power 5 team, we're undefeated in conference, and we're going to go whip these Chippewas. That's what they're coming yeah. in here saying. Huskies 5-2, in the Mid-American Conference. Central Michigan coming in 4-3 and three and 2-1. and one. Jim McElwain, Chris Jarrett, Adam Jackson with you. Coach, what's been good is since you've come in here, set the tone at home. Yeah, and, you know, we have yet to lose a game when there's fans in the stands. Took the stat right and, out of my mouth. Uh, and yet... That, that's really what it's all about. I mean, it, you go into every season, it's about defending your home turf. This week is, is the, the, the drum ceremony, uh, which I'm excited about. Uh, I thought that was so cool the first year we did it. Um, you know, the Saginaw Chippewa tribe will be here and, and, uh, and, and bless the field. And, uh, you know, that partnership means so much to us. And, uh, to have them be able to come in and do that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up about that as well. Yeah, it's always a cool sight when they make it out to a game, and that'll be on Saturday. So get to the stadium early. Again, get a, get a set your alarm, get up a little bit, but make sure you get in there a little bit before kickoff to check that out because it is one of the really unique traditions around college football. Well, I was trying to talk to Johnny Hunter, you know, here at, at the Ale House that, 
that uh, I think this would be a fantastic time for him to just go ahead and ship the fans straight from the Wayside or O'Kelly's right to the parking lot of the stadium and just let them start rolling from there on. Well, he's sitting right there. He, he's nodding his head, so looks like you've got his approval. That'd be great. He's got two days to figure out how to do that. We'll see if he can do that. <laughs> we'll have Tent City. <laughs> Central Michigan and NIU, 12 o'clock on Saturday. Hey, you know who we've got this week? A guy that was supposedly supposed to be here last week. Is he here? Are we going to have I, him on? I did. There, you know, there's been a sighting of, of Michael Zordich, our defensive back coach. Uh, saw him actually come into the, into the place. Uh, miscommunication a week ago. But uh, he brought a couple of his players as well, and I'm excited these guys are here. This will be fun for the people to get to know Michael a little bit and the experience. And, and uh, you know, look, this is a great guy to have on staff. As people have kind of met most of the guys on our staff, obviously, uh, we're really fortunate to have this guy here. Yeah, and he's in his first season, the defensive backs coach, and he brought Roley and Sturkey, Dante Kent. So can't wait to talk to all of them. We'll talk with Mike Zordich right on the other side here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. trying to convert a third down shotgun to Richardson looking right side out of the backfield caught by Nichols at the five up to the two stretches to the goal line he's in near side touchdown Central Michigan Lou Nichols on the grounds for most of that drive until the third down and from six yards out Richardson has his second touchdown pass this one to the running back Lou Nichols that put the Chippewas up 14 to nothing. They would go on to win 26-23 over Toledo on homecoming. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and Mike Zordich has made it to the Coach Max show, He's making in his the debut. House. He's in the house. Michael Zordich. Welcome, Michael. It's great to be here, Max. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love you. it. Thanks well, for having me, guys. I, I tell you, uh, doesn't he do a great job? You heard that highlight, right? I did. I mean, doesn't he do a great job? Hell of a job. I mean, now I know why he's getting fan letters. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. It's a first. Never yeah. had that uh, happen. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened before. Well, welcome uh, welcome for the first time to the uh, Coach Mac show. Yeah, this is a great place, too, Mac. Yeah. Hell of a spot. You know, you, uh, you mentioned uh, you were a little surprised you haven't found your way here yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I need to find my way here, Morris. It's a beautiful place. That's right. And Johnny's but sitting out there, the owner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He does a great job. But, uh, you know, Michael, uh, obviously we're excited as heck to have you as part of our staff and part of this family. But, uh, you know, interesting, the guy actually was a college All-American. How does that happen when you're – how can you be an All-American? I mean, it, give me a little of that background. What, playing at Penn State? Yeah, that was, that playing was, at Penn State. Yeah, that was a hell of an experience. Old Joe Pa recruited me, and uh, with some great years, two national championship games I played in, and they won my my class won three. It was just a, a great all-around experience. Fun, fun to be involved with a guy like Joe and his legacy, and and, and the school, and it, it continues today up there. And I'm happy for them and proud for for Penn State, but. Uh, Lot fun years. It, was, it, was it hard being an Ohio guy going to Pennsylvania? Yeah, you know, back for me it wasn't. 
I, I wasn't a true Ohio State fan. Sure. I, I didn't have a team. The team that I liked was Pitt. Sure. Because from okay. my high school, a lot, of, a lot of kids went to Pitt. Osowski, Kavanaugh's, those kind of names. From Palusies, Youngstown. From Youngstown, yeah. yeah. So they all went to Pitt, and I was a big Pitt fan. I actually thought I was going to go to Pitt. I told uh -huh. my dad on the way back from the visit, I'm going to go to Pitt. But then old Joe came knocking on the door, and it changed things. So it was a great experience, and uh, truly cherish it. So, so you're able to. Uh, do you see how he just kind of brushed over national championships? Yeah, right? just right. something that he yeah, did. That's what I love about this guy. Now, I'm I, I'm I'm excited to see how he brushes over a 12-year career in the National Football League. All right, 12 years playing both safety and corner. Played a little bit of corner early on, yeah. Right? A little bit. So little bit. Uh, tell us how that experience was and the teams you were with and, and how that went. Yeah, that, that was a, a truly a, an experience that, that I really kind of fall back on. Is, it's, it's all about work and how hard you work and prepare for things, how disciplined you are. And I really enjoyed, started out with the New York Jets, played there two years, great experience. Funny thing is, Mac, I walked into my locker room, and, and it was an old, old team, veteran team. Uh, Kenny O'Brien was the quarterback. Mickey Shuler was the tight end. Oh, sure. I, I looked at Mickey Shuler. I, I, like, who the hell is this old man? Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he's like 32, 33 years old. But, shoot, I was just fresh out of college. And it was, it was a, a great experience there playing with those guys. Joe Walton was the head coach. And How, how was it, like, living and playing in new york yeah well pretty neat though it was out of long island mm -hmm. yeah uh, what's the hofstra hofstra, hofstra University. yeah where they, where the they, flying they, dutchman yes yeah. they had they had the camp there and they actually had a, a facility there and they recently just built a new one right outside of new york but great experience uh great people have met and uh, moved on to arizona and then finished up in philly so what a, you know, you, you finished up in Philly. Uh, let, let's go ahead and get it over the way, uh, out of the way right now. The best cheesesteak in Philly. See, now, Jim's, it's Jim's or Pat's. Okay. It's not, G, I, not Gino's. Gino's. Eh, where, now, where yeah. is Jim's? I, I, Jim's is South Philly. Yeah. It's, it's on South Philly, too. But then there's another one, Tony Luke's on Oregon, which... You want to go to too. <laughs> You're not going to get in trouble out east for saying no, this. I, mean. I, I mentioned it all four. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm exactly in, in, right. We're in good shape. So, good uh, shape. you know, at that time they played in the old vet, yeah. right? Uh, which horror stories about the field there. It, it basically playing in a parking lot. It was bad. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember a receiver from the Chicago Bears on one play actually blew out both knees. Wow. Yeah. The surface was horrendous. It really was. The it was a, a baseball field, and they had to cover it up. And like, if you you know you knew where first base was because it was hollow. Yeah. You knew where second base <laughs> was because it was all you'd run and it'd be. Yeah. You know, there's no no. You, you wouldn't bounce. You just your feet would die. But yeah, it was it wasn't a good surface. But what it was was a great atmosphere to play in. Right. The best fans in America, Philly. They were they were a lot of fun. So you. Uh, you finish up your playing career, and, you know, 12 years, you'd think, you know, maybe you had enough of this football <laughs> stuff, especially, you know, 12 years in the National Football yeah. League. But uh, tell us kind of what drew you to the coaching piece. 
Well, er everybody said, all the coaches I've played for said, you're going to be a coach someday, Z. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I said, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm I've seen how I, I've yeah. seen what you guys go through. I'm not doing it. Right. right. And it's just funny, you know, I just, when I got done playing after my 12th season, it was a long season. And football, I had enough of football at that time. And, and I wanted, and I had all, Cindy and I had all the kids, and they were all still knee high. And I, you know, I just wanted to do like my parents did with me. I mean, they were always around me and able to go to Little League baseball games, coach them in peewees and all that. And I was very fortunate enough to do that. But then all of a sudden, they're leaving the house. You know, they're getting older. I'm like, what? What am I going to do? My, you know, I got to do something. And, and fortunately, old Jim Johnson, um, he was my coach in Arizona. He was the defense coordinator in Philly uh, during Andy's tenure there. And uh, he was able to bring me back to Philly as a coach. And really appreciative to him for doing that. And unfortunately, Jim died of cancer that same year. And I didn't get to really spend the time that I would have liked to with him. Super gentleman, great man, and uh, he's the guy that got me back into it. I've got to think when you went back and then as a, as a coach in the National Football League, those players had to say, you know, this guy made 12 years in this league. That had to be pretty cool. It, it, it was. It, it definitely was, and there was respect, and it was mutual. You know, I sat in those seats, and uh, they want to sit in those seats. So they, they have taken advice, took advice at the mm -hmm. time on how to maintain in those seats. And, you know, and I just told them, just, for me, I just, it was simple. Just run scared. You, you can't, because there's always somebody better than you. I don't care who you are, what you do, there's somebody better than you. And, and if you stall for one moment, <laughs> they're going to catch up to you and Somebody's pass your ass straight up. It, yeah. That's right. You know, so just always try to work harder and be smarter than the next guy. Um uh, you know, Z and I actually worked together for uh, uh, about, what, about six months yes, probably? Yeah, six, and, seven months. Uh, Fun it, year. Yeah, it was great. And uh, how, you know, you're, you're sitting there going, Central Michigan. But you actually had a little bit, you knew a little bit about it because one of your sons actually played in this league. Right. Alex, my son Alex, the middle guy, played quarterback at Buffalo. I think I think he graduated in 2013, and he's like, Dad, you know, Central Michigan, that's one of the better schools in the MAC. The, the fans are great. It's a, it's a cool atmosphere at the ball games. I was like, great. I, you know, because I really did not know much about Central Michigan. Cindy and I never ventured past Ann Arbor, you know, in the past six years. And um, surprisingly enough, just coming here and, and seeing the facilities and seeing what this school has to offer – the student athletes are very impressed very impressive so i've got a, we've got a you know bill and carla canine who were in the audience tonight actually take our staff yeah. up to their place up north in mm -hmm. uh the petoskey area and uh i think you got up there and actually stayed an extra couple days we didn't did you? beautiful place beautiful resort and uh we so you, nev you never made it past ann arbor you I'm always, telling you, we you always went right to the bar in youngstown as soon as <laughs> i went back right, down south right. as soon as he had any time yeah. you know go you gotta go back to youngstown you gotta go home every now and again yeah, yeah. Yep. but yep. uh the youngstown you know there's so much history football history 
coaching history, player history. Sure. Give us some of those names of some of those guys that, that came out of that Youngstown area that, that went into coaching and, and that type of thing. Yeah, well, certainly, every, certainly everybody knows the Stoops family. Um, and, you know, Bobby was in Oklahoma. Mark's now at Kentucky. Michael was at Alabama. I, I think Michael's a yep. defense coordinator at FIU or yep. FAU yep. right now. So their name is synonymous with college football. And, and then the Pelini family. The Pelinis, are Bo, uh, did an outstanding job for several years. Came back to Youngstown, was a head coach there. But there's a lot of others, too. Uh, guys that I played with, guys from my high school. Matt Cavanaugh played yeah. at Pitt. He was yeah. coached in the NFL. Jerry Osowski played at Pitt. He's, he's still coaching for the Steelers in the NFL. Uh, Eric Wolford, Youngstown guy. He was a head coach at Youngstown I didn't know State. Willie was yeah, there. Yeah, he's, he's a Youngstown boy. Okay. He went to Urson High School. Yeah, yeah. And now I know why yeah. you're so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get a touch of him. Yeah. You are, you are yeah. crazy. No, good, good guy. But. A lot of uh, tradition, and uh, so, you know, my high school had a Heisman Trophy winner, so we're, we're proud. Of what How about that? Accomplished. I yeah. mean, there's not a lot of uh, your high school probably had a good soccer player. <laughs> His had a Heisman Trophy winner. We, we got a good field goal kicker from <laughs> our high there school. You go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yeah. and and you know, you, you grow up there. It actually has a university that you know the Penguins at the time, man. They were one double A power. Big time power. I was trust did a heck of a job there, and uh, you know, speaking of trust, you talk about a super individual, great yeah. man. Uh, you know, fortunately for for myself and my family, we become friends, and he's back there now as the president of the university and doing a hell of a job there. Right. How yep. how has the transition been to Mount Pleasant and uh, Central Michigan University for you? It's been great. It's been great, it, you know, and and you are a big reason, obviously, that I'm here. But so you, there, you, but he's I, I, he uh, had to say he, that. No, <laughs> yeah, no, here he goes. Yeah, right? he had to, but if, if he wouldn't have said that, it would have been a classic right now. Mac line. Yeah, 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 you know, I mean, here, let me soak it all in. Right? <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that year, that six seven months in Michigan, we we hit it off pretty well, and it was it was it was a fun time and and i'm i'm very appreciative to be here and, and the transition has been smooth and like i said i this is a really good place it's it's a good place with good kids the facilities and, and you know we, we we're stepping in and out of a 35 million dollar facility every yeah. day uh, <laughs> it, it's beautiful so there, there's no complaints there's nothing but going up here in the future man that that yeah. that's absolutely right and i think uh Obviously, the people, uh, you know, that are listening kind of realized how I lucked out getting this guy and uh, what a great addition he's been to us. And, and I just uh, I hope we can keep him here forever. Thanks for coming to Central Michigan. And more importantly, Absolutely. thanks for making it to Hunters this week. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, this is great. I'd love to be back. Come back. <laughs> <All right. laughs> thanks, Michael. Thank you, Mac. That's Mike Zordich. We'll talk to a couple of his uh, student athletes and the defensive backs when we return on the Coach Mack Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light.
couple more segments here on the Coach Max Show, live from Hunter's Ale, uh, Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Central Michigan getting ready to take on NIU on Saturday, 12 o'clock kick. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and who we D got up now? Dante Kent. How are you, Dante? I'm good, Coach. How are you? Uh, man, I love your smile. Don't ever <laughs> lose it. You know, it makes me happy every time I see you. But uh, I got to tell you, Dante was part of our first full recruiting class. He was a guy we worked on from the get-go. Um, and I tell you, we're, we're fortunate to have him. And uh, tell us uh, just a little bit, um, I, how was that recruiting? You know, all that kind of stuff. And kind of what stood out to you for Central Michigan? Uh, okay, so the recruiting, the recruiting was kind of hard for me. Um, I actually got this Central Michigan offer late in my, in my uh, process, so I had Coach Hines. Uh -huh. He's at uh, Western Carolina right now, coaching my brother. Yeah. My brother How about that? Tech. He's coaching his brother. That's yeah. awesome. So, so Coach Hines would, would always stay in contact with me, uh, come to my house. Just he would just keep it real with me, like, and tell me how it is on campus. So I, I was like, yeah, I gotta give it a shot. I gotta give it a shot and take an official visit here or something. So I did that, and it was just, it felt like home. Uh, everyone, everyone brought me in as a little brother. Uh, the older guys that's around now, like I still talk to them, I still feel that same that same feeling. So it was it was nice uh, being recruited from Coach Hines and, and playing for this nice organization. So, you know, we told you about like when we're recruiting. I think you know you saw what the heck you lived in in those trailers and stuff. Uh, and yeah, and uh, yeah. I think even when we were recruiting you, I might have told you we were putting a new building in. Yeah, Did you yeah. believe me? I, well, I, I had no choice. I see, I, I, I see, I seen the building. I see y'all uh, working on the building, so yeah, I had no choice but to believe you. That's pretty cool. The, tra the trailers were pretty cool too, though. Yeah, t so. tell them about the trailers a little bit. Well, I was only in there for about a couple months, but uh -huh. it was it was a little tight, but it was it was nice. Like we had a, a whole thing of bathrooms. We all had our own lockers. It was pretty big, but it, yeah, you know, it was I mean, nice. it's not a lot. It, it it's it's pretty crazy. In fact, I might talk to Stirk when he comes back in here because he actually had to live through all of it. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, when, when, when you said you were going to move into trailers, you know, it was like, wait a minute. You know, like, what are we doing? But those weren't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. All right. Yeah. Well, so obviously you've been playing a ton for us, uh, you know, starting there and, and uh, covering guys and, and – this is a guy that's been a weapon on, on special teams as well. Unbelievable gunner. But as we go into this game, kind of what what do you see some of the keys are? What do we need to do uh, defensively, uh, you know, to, to give us an opportunity to win the ball game? Well, um, and all credit to NIU. They're, they're a whole complete different team from last year. So I, I, I see this being a good game. Uh, I think they're going to try to power, pound the ball down our throats. So we gotta load the box, but as defensive backs, we got a we got a great um, defensive coach. So it, it, we just gotta we just can't fall asleep out there. We gotta have good good technique and play with our eyes and do what you gotta do. I think one of the big things is back there. Sometimes they lull you to sleep when yeah, you watch yeah, their games, yeah. and then all of a yep. sudden it's a play action shot, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, being able to. Being able to focus on every play, that's kind of yep. going to be the key. That, that's the challenge for us in the DB room. Good. So um, let the people know kind of where you're from, man. Uh, I'm, f I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the capital. 
Uh, so, so Harrisburg's the capital of Pennsylvania? Yeah. I would have missed that on my test. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, you, you, okay, what's the capital of Montana? I See, where I'm from. <laughs> See, I didn't know your capital. Okay, you didn't okay, know mine. Okay, it's okay. Helena. All right, all just right, so right. you know. But uh, so, uh, in, in for you, what kind of trip is that when you go home to Harrisburg? What, what um, is it about? It's a, it's a nine hour drive. Nine hour, yeah. yeah. That's right. And uh, so for you, coming here, man, there had to be something special, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, well, it wasn't, it wasn't really hard to decide mm -hmm. on coming here because I, my, dad, my dad is a truck driver. So That's right. It wasn't, that really didn't play a factor in where I was going to school at because I knew they could support me wherever I went. And, all, and my, mom, my mama, she just, she going to make it happen. Yeah. No matter what, so that's right. It don't matter. She's driving by herself. She sleep on the road. She gonna do what she gotta do to come see me. That's right. So. And I know. I know we'll see them. I yep. mean, that's what's great about it. But uh, sure. I will tell you this: this guy has more than just he's doing a great job now. But his his ceiling is high. And what do I mean by that? This guy's got a great future in this game. And. Uh, Man, we're lucky to have him as a Chippewa, man. I'm glad you're here. We're glad to be here. All right. We're glad to be here. It's our final segment here on the Coach Max Show from Hunter's Ale House. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and one more student athlete up here. Yeah, excited as heck to have Roland Sturkey up here, a guy that, uh, you know, was here when we got here. And uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I love all our guys, but I don't know. What, what is it? Why do I have a special place for you, Roland? Uh, I'll just say because I'm just a tough guy. Uh -huh. uh, I pretty much do everything right, do what I'm told. Don't try to be a distraction to the team and try to just do everything I can to build this team and make this team better, no matter what it is that I got to do. So you're from uh, which high school in Illinois? Oak Park and River Force. Uh, do you know some guys on this team that were about ready to play? Uh, you said what? Uh, uh, do, you, do you know some of the guys that were going to play on this Northern Illinois team? Uh, were there many guys at all from your area? No, not I don't really much. know nobody on the team All this right. year. Nope. So in high school, what other sports did you do? Uh, I was a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I picked up wrestling when I was in fifth grade and kind of stuck with it because my mom didn't let me play football at all. She was too scared of the contact. I didn't start playing football until my eighth grade year. Well, the way you hit people, I, I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I was a wrestler at one of the my, my high school was like top in the nation all four years in my high school We I won a national championship with my high school in wrestling when I was a uh, sophomore uh, It was we was a big wrestling team like number one in the nation like three years in a row. So That's where I got all my you, you know, I, I I see, you know, like some of our guys, you know, like in workouts or this and that like oh, this is hard it is nothing compared to what you had to go through in wrestling. No, nothing at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not at all. I mean, that's why I know that toughness is there in everything that you do. Yeah. But uh, so uh, it, you were already here. Our staff came rolling in. Mm -hmm. What the heck was going through your mind at that time? Uh, what was going through my mind is 
I was just getting recruited. I got recruited by a different coach. Then another coach comes in. So I was kind of all over the place, kind of just learning college and college football and the whole college life. So when I got a new coaching staff, Zordic is like my third DB coach. Yeah. So uh, just transitioning to how they teach you different and everything. You got to make those transitions. Uh, it was hard at first, but then I kind of got used to it. And when you came in and brought uh, all the guys in the coaching staff in, I just got a lot more comfortable. I just knew I was in great hands no matter what. So it sure. made it a lot better. So uh, you've obviously been here a couple years. When are you going to get that degree, Stirk? Uh In the springtime. That's what I did. Yes, Everybody sir. hear that? See that smile? Yes, sir. In, in the springtime. Spring <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. And. Uh, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, we, we talk about, but truly, did you really say, you know what, I think I'm going to end up getting a degree? Where were you on that? Uh, with me, to be honest, I can't. I was a football guy. <laughs> I can't. Right. I'm like, I'm coming to school, like, for football. Like, I want the shot at, shot at the, uh, the league like everybody else. Like, I didn't really picture myself really, like, to being at this point right now. So now like at this point in the finish line and I could see the degree right there, something I never really imagined is big for me. So I'm very proud of that. Tell me how proud your folks are. Man, <laughs> static. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, right. She asks me all the time, when you graduate, <laughs> I told you I'm graduating in the spring, mom. <laughs> I can't wait to get that picture of you in that robe and with, <laughs> with that hat on and that yeah, tassel. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yes, sir. So. You've been a mainstay not only on defense, but, you know, for us on special teams. Uh, what are going to be some of the special team keys that we need to really do this week against this Northern Illinois team? Uh, we need to create good field position for our offense to uh, start off on the uh, right spot and put our defense uh, in a better position. So really just going out there is going to be who's the tougher team. That's really what it's going to come down to. Who's a tougher team? Who wants to hit more? And who wants it more? So it's going to be one of those old school games where we go see who the tougher team is at the end of the uh, game. That's right. The, uh, you know, last week when we ran into the stadium, what did you think of that crowd, man? Man, from being here from my first season uh, until now, it's crazy. Like, the crowd, like, just with everything, like, it's just a whole 360. The crowd's more engaged. It's a lot more people at the games. It just, it feels like a real college football game. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really. Right. Yeah, that, that's the thing we talked at the beginning of the show. That's really what hit me when we came out of that new complex there and stood in the end zone. I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real cool. So I'm going to, you know, I asked Dante this. Uh, you know, you'd been in that locker room when you got here, and then I says, guys, we're going to move into trailers. <laughs> what was going through your mind when I said, we're going to move into trailers? I remember when he said we we're going to move into some trailers, you said, uh, believe me, guys, the trailers are better than what, we, what you got right now. Like, just wait till they're built. And then we walked into the trailers. We had more room than we did in our old locker room. There was a lot more space. We had TVs in there. We didn't even have TV. We had one TV in our old locker room that was, I never seen on one day in my life. So we had TVs in there, a lot more room for guys. 
uh, it felt better than our old locker room. We was we were happy to be in it. Well, I tell you what, and then we move into this place. It's great. Man. So, <laughs> Roly and I appreciate it, man. Let's get after him this week, okay? Let's do it. All right, man. Roly and Sturkey, Jim McElwain, and Adam Jackson, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you at Kelly Shorts, 12 o'clock on Saturday, Central Michigan against Northern Illinois. Have a great night. <laughs>